Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very senior and accomplished professional from the Netherlands, Mr. Jaroen Trienbrink. Uh, Jaroen, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Yaron is a strategy educator. He's a speaker, writer, and consultant. He's an author, and all of you know I'm very partial to authors. He's an author of four books, Strategy Consulting, No More Bananas, Unlearning Strategy, and The Strategy Handbook. And we'll talk about his books as well. So Yaron, tell me a little bit about your background in brief. Yes. So let me start with saying, in the meanwhile, it's five books. So there's a new one okay. coming. I'll say more about that later on. Mm -hmm. uh, Yes, yeah, so I'm a strategy person. That's the shortest summary. Um, I've been in academia. So my first career was in at the university where I studied strategy and taught strategy. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to practice uh, consulting mm -hmm. uh, as an independent consulting mentor. Uh, and that's what I still do. Uh, and as you said, I'm an author. I write books. I write articles for Forbes, active on LinkedIn. Uh, but a lot of different things, but all related to strategy. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So, uh, you know, Yaron, everyone talks of strategy. What does it mean, especially in the corporate <laughs> context? Yes, that's a that's a big question to start with. Mm. Uh, um, maybe maybe answer it in two ways. I think the word strategy is often used or maybe even misused just to make something more important mm -hmm. um, or to add something to give it more weight. So we have all kinds of strategic dot, 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 strategic mm -hmm. IT, strategic HR, strategic operations, maybe mm -hmm. even. So that's the generic use of the word strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, and also in business, you have like hundreds of definitions. Every author uh, has their own definition. So surprisingly, I have mine, uh, yeah. which is not necessarily completely new or original. It's based mm. on a lot of the, the big, uh, important contributors to the field. But for me, strategy is what is the unique way of sustainable value creation for a company? Mm. So it's very much centered on how do you create value as a company, mm. as an organization for customers? So who are your customers? What are you doing for them? How do you do that in a unique way? So a way that's different from how others are doing it and how are you doing that in a sustainable way? So in a way that you can sustain this over time, because that's what strategy is for. It's for the future, it's for the long-term. So we want something that's sustainable over time. Mm, interesting. And uh, how does uh, an organization develop a clear and cogent strategy for one's business? You know, when it comes to company strategy, digital strategy, brand strategy, I mean, everything has the word strategy attached to it. Yeah, again, a big question. Um, also, there there are many different views on, on how to do this. Uh, obviously, I have my own because that's also what I write in my books. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it needs to be a very participative process. So you do this together with a, with a team that represents the company. So obviously, or clearly, not just the top of the company. So you want others involved. Basically, all layers, uh, the different roles, HR, purchasing, sales, whatever departments you have in your company. So with people coming from those departments, go through a, through a series of sessions where, and that's maybe the second point, is 
participative is the first. The second is start with the status quo. Mm -hmm. uh, because understanding together, so developing a collective understanding of your actual factual strategy today is the most important starting point because there you will find out that people differ very much about how what what the strategy is what the company is they have different perspectives they have different ideas about what's strong and what's weak about the company um, and in this way we create we start creating alignment from day one uh, plus we detect what are the main issues that we need to resolve in the future so that our future strategy mm. needs to resolve? Mm. That's a very generic answer, but yeah. of course we cannot go into much detail. Um, so that's a generic process. So participative process, number of sessions, uh, start with status quo and then gradually move to planning towards the future. Mm -hmm. What you want about company strategy, digital brand strategy, for me, it starts with the company strategy. So the generic business strategy, company strategy, corporate strategy, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, once that's clear, you can derive implications for your digital strategy, for your marketing strategy, your mm. brand strategy, your HR strategy. Mm. Um, and of course, that's it also requires going back and forth. Uh, it's not really just first starting with business, but in the end, that's the most important part. Everything else needs to be supportive. Mm. Like your digitalization or your digital strategy needs to help with your company strategy. Mm. Interesting. And, you know, this is the age of the startups. And so my question to you is, how do startup entrepreneurs who may have developed a great product develop a strategy that, for their new venture? Yes, uh, quite similar, actually. So I've worked with startups. I've worked with small companies, mm. mid-sized companies, bigger companies across industries. Mm. And my approach with them is quite similar. Um, so obviously, if you do it with a team in a startup, it's usually the entire startup team. So all the all the founders, um, you and there is no existing company. Mm. So there's a difference in terms of status quo. But also there, start with where you are now. So mm. what have you achieved? What are the resources you have gathered? What what's Who's in your network? Mm. Because I think one of the... The mistakes I've seen a lot uh, while working with startups is that they started with some almost random idea of a market opportunity. Mm. They saw gold somewhere in the market and say, hey, here's an unmet need and we I want to chase that. Mm. And over time, I've seen those entrepreneurs, not always, but in most cases, in the end, come back to where they came from. What are their competences? What are their passions mm. what's their network so start really close to yourself that's the one of the one of the key lessons i've learned with working with startups which i also use with um with bigger firms mm. maybe maybe one more remark about the process which applies maybe a bit more to startups than to mature firms mm. is iterate quickly mm. um which i still which i also rec or recommend for 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 more mature companies is have a more dynamic approach, a more dynamic view to strategy than the classical linear approach. Mm -hmm. But in startups, you probably want to, to do it a little bit more iteratively. And one last point I want to add, because you mm -hmm. asked, you asked yeah. about mm -hmm. they have a product and then think about their strategy. Mm -hmm. That's often the problem is they have invested in a technology. They have 
developed a prototype, a a product maybe even, and then they start asking questions about, okay, but who is this for? How am I going to make money? What kind of network do I need? So starting with thinking about all the elements of strategy in an early stage, I think is very important for a startup. Mm, interesting. And uh, from the startup entrepreneur's perspective or the corporate leader's perspective, how does a consultant or an advisor integrate yes. with them to develop their strategy? Yes, of course, interesting to ask me because I'm a consultant. So I, I obviously <laughs> think there is an important role. Absolutely. Um, but what I've actually recently posted about this on LinkedIn is mm. basically saying that the word strategy consultant is kind of a contradiction in terms. Mm -hmm. Because if I look at myself, if I look at other strategy consultants, the one thing they can not do is give companies a strategy. Mm. And there's a quote from Henry Minsberg that I like a lot, and that's actually on the first page of my strategy consulting book, mm. is that any chief executive who hires a consultant to give them a strategy, they should be fired. <laughs> okay. and because consultants cannot give the answer. So I don't believe in expert consultants, mm. um, but consultants can facilitate the process. Mm. So if I work with a company, the company knows who they are. They know the company, they know the industry. I know strategy. Mm. So process facilitation is one. Um, asking the important, sometimes nasty questions, that's two. Yeah. Uh, but also, of course, giving my own perspective, giving my viewpoints, uh, challenge what they are saying, what they assuming, what they believe. Mm. Um, and a, a last point that I think is very important in what I do with my clients and what mm. my clients tell me yeah. is creating order in the chaos. Um, like there's a lot, there's often a lot of ideas in companies a lot about what the strategy should be, mm. um, but creating structure in that is putting all of that together into a logical story about the future state of the company. Mm, very interesting. So let's now move on. Let me uh, now move to culture. And it is believed that Peter Drucker said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Mm. Um, how does culture impact strategy? Uh, very much. Um, and that's what, what the culture eats strategy for breakfast, of course, stands for. Um, but maybe not as much as many people assume and mm -hmm. the interesting thing is also here I've, I've been recently kind of researched this a little bit and also found out that actually Peter Drucker didn't even say that okay what he what he said is culture no matter how defined is singularly persistent so the message is quite similar mm -hmm. but not as strong it's not that any attempt to make strategy is kind of doomed to fail because of mm -hmm. culture mm -hmm. um and I think if you buy into that quote, into that belief, uh, you basically give up. Uh, and I think you're doing two things or one of two, one of two things wrong is one is the process. Mm -hmm. So if your culture indeed eats your strategy, you've done something wrong in the process. You have not involved the right people. You have too much done it from behind your desk or from behind your computer, from the boardroom, mm -hmm. not involve people enough. Or you have something have done something wrong with the content of your strategy, which means not basing your strategy enough on on the company's strengths and weaknesses. Mm. So on the status quo. That's also why I start 
participative, why work participative and why start mm -hmm. with the status quo. Because if you do that, then culture doesn't eat strategy for breakfast. So they probably have breakfast, lunch and dinner together. Well said. Thank you. That's a great response. The next question, Yarun, is uh, about technology. You know, mm -hmm. the whole world is now talking of metaverse, blockchain, AI, ML, robotics, and now the latest latest buzzword is Chat GPT. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is the impact all these new technologies uh, will have or are having on existing and future strategies of organizations? Yeah, the, I find that challenging to answer. Um, I think the, the maybe the most important impact I see with my clients is anxiety mm -hmm. because they feel overwhelmed. And I think chat GGP is going to add to that more yeah. than maybe. So it creates this sense of not knowing what to do because there's so much technology. Right. And a lot of people say and feel this is going to radically disrupt their 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 industry, and I think many consultancies and other uh, uh, companies are saying that as well. So they they reinforcing that feeling, and of course it has impacts on on many industries. But I think we must not exaggerate that, uh, and maybe I'm 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 naive here or old-fashioned mm. but throughout the years i've worked with companies that has not not really be a major part of the whole strategy making mm. process mm. because in the end it's still about what are the products and services what are the customers and of course technology will influence but blockchain is not radically disrupting every industry Correct. there's some industries that will benefit from it or suffer from it mm. the same from ai and AI and machine learning are over 50 years old. And the same claims about how it's going to radically disrupt the world. Mm. Uh, I think, so I believe much more in a, in, in, a con in continuity, in sort of incremental change uh, and staying on, of course, not ignoring these developments, staying on top of them, mm. um, but not yeah, let yourself sort of be overwhelmed too much by it. So, so, Keep focused on, on, on your business. Correct. And yet when you have, uh, you know, earth-moving events like the pandemic, which has had such a far-reaching impact on virtually every human being, every company, mm -hmm. haven't most companies had to rethink their strategy? Uh, not, not maybe not most companies. Um, because I think it's specific industries that have been hit very much mm. and uh, other industries are hit by the war in the Ukraine. Uh, so there's, it's, it depends on, on the industry you're in. Mm. But I think the bigger question here is that over time, um, and that means like the, the last hundred years, mm. efficiency has been the main paradigm. Mm. It's reducing cost, reducing slack, creating such vulnerable companies that we cannot deal with any crisis anymore. Mm. So if there is a pandemic, if there is a war, if there is a vessel stuck in the sewage channel, uh, so everything is so efficiently tied together that when something happened, the whole chain kind of collapses. Mm. I think that's the, the real problem is that we need to rethink our companies from instead of an efficiency perspective, much more from a resilience perspective. Mm. 
And then I think crises, so we're using the word crisis now for everything, but those become more normal events mm. because you anticipate that next year something will happen and you have to create a company that's strong enough to deal with the unexpected. And I think that's what strategy is also very much about is to prepare for the things you cannot know. So to build a strong company that can survive those those crisis events. Well said. One more question on strategy before I move to your books. Uh, how often should strategy be reviewed and uh, redone? Mm -hmm. My general mantra there is monitor actively, uh, change reluctantly. Mm. So stay on top of changes uh, probably every day. Mm -hmm. So in the back of your mind, think about whenever you read the newspaper or, or hear things, mm -hmm. how is this impacting my company? How does it affect my customers, my employees, my suppliers, and so on? Yeah. So very active monitoring to stay on top of important changes. Also, mm -hmm. what are your competitors doing? What's technology doing? And so on. Uh, but then change reluctantly. The whole idea of strategy is creating stability in an uncertain changing world. That's the whole point of strategy is that you have some stability. So if you change it every day uh, or every week or every quarter even, mm -hmm. or every year even, uh, the whole point of strategy is gone. So translating that to, to numbers, uh, and I know this doesn't apply to, to every company in every industry, mm -hmm. but I say, besides the sort of informal in the back of your mind every day uh, reviewing um, monitor progress really every quarter at least like we wanted to do this how far are we are we where we want to be uh, check relevance every year so every year try to see whether what you what you plans or what your strategy is mm. whether it's still relevant or whether the world has changed in the meanwhile mm. with the intention to stay on course and then every three years, uh, really challenge your strategy. So every year you you try to be on to stay on course, but if you need to change, you have to. But every three years, really challenge whether you're still right, and if not, then uh, yeah, redesign your strategy. Interesting. So, Jeroen, uh, let's now move to uh, your books. You have written. You got four published books, and I'll read them out again. Strategy Consulting, Noma Bananas, Unlearning Strategy, and the Strategy Handbook. And I understand mm -hmm. you've got a new one coming out. Yes. So tell me a little bit about your books, and then we'll yes. talk about your new one as well. So so let, let me talk briefly about them in order, not in order I wrote them, but I think in order of logic. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it started with No More Bananas, mm -hmm. which is a book like how to keep your cool in the collective madness, uh, mm -hmm. which is kind of what I was talking about already, mm. is how to stay true to yourself, not being overwhelmed with all the news, not being mm -hmm. overwhelmed with all the pressure from social media. From So how do you stay calm in this sort of over- anxious and excited and, and uh, world mm. so that's very much about mindset and to be to give you full disclosure it's a literal self-help book that i actually wrote for myself is to mm -hmm. how do you stay cool uh, grounded in the world of today so i think that's a very important starting point uh, with mindset mm. then i would say unlearning strategy which is a collection uh, it's a summary of my articles that I wrote for Forbes on the 10 myths of strategy. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of nonsense uh, about strategy out there in, in the okay. world. Uh, so that's kind of 
re, uh, reset your thoughts about strategy, mm. then I would would then, then then the strategy handbook comes in, which is my uh, where I explain in most detail mm. uh, how I work. So I try to really explain the process mm. how I think strategy should be done in in a lot of detail. Uh, strategy consulting is a small book. Mm -hmm. uh, Basically, so that would be a good next mm -hmm. where I explain my views on, on what strategy consulting means. Mm -hmm. uh, so consulting in general, but strategy consulting specifically, mm -hmm. because surprisingly, there, even though there are many people that call themselves a strategy consultant, there are very few books on strategy consulting per se. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of business consulting, management consulting, but strategy consulting, not so much. Mm -hmm. um, and there, I also explain like like the... The, the kind of yeah the way I work with clients and the kind of skills it requires from a from a consultant yeah uh, and then the newest book um, which has come out as when this this is is published uh, it's the one hour strategy mm -hmm. it's a short uh, story so it's a more story type of mm -hmm. um, of book mm -hmm. where I basically explain how to make strategy part of your everyday business mm -hmm. at all levels. Mm -hmm. And the subtitle is building a company of strategic thinkers. And that's also my vision about strategy is that over the past decades, we have too much seen it as something special. Mm -hmm. So we do events outside the company. We see it as a still as a kind of top of the organization mm -hmm exercise and while if you do it well i think you can engage the entire company mm. not just in execution but also in the formulation generation of strategy fascinating and so i want to ask all our viewers and listeners to go out and check uh check out yarun's books uh, in on amazon.com i'll go and check them out myself and you my last question to you and this is for the many many people who will listen to our conversation Based on your own amazing journey and um, all the years that you have spent on strategy and have written so many interesting books, mm -hmm. what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away yes. when it comes to strategy? Yes, yeah, that's a good, a good question. Uh, of course, there's, there's many. Uh, the first one is it really related to strategy, and I think. Uh, my my journey also my 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 attempt has been to to show that strategy is not something abstract something daunting something for the boardroom it's mm -hmm. actually or something to av avoid because many is also like a, a, an allergy for strategy in many people okay. because we have made it into something not so effective so but strategy doesn't have to be like that if you do it well mm. it can be very practical highly effective and also a lot of fun uh, i think that's the first lesson that i would would like mm. to uh the audience to remember yeah um the second lesson is think for yourself mm. and that relates to a lot of the stuff I, i've already talked about is don't let yourself be carried away by what others are thinking, are saying. Yeah. And that's something I had to learn, not maybe the hard way, but it took a lot of time. Like over time, I've been sort of trying to model myself mm -hmm. to what others supposedly would expect from me yeah. as an academic, uh, as a consultant, as an author, and so on. Um, but there's, as I mentioned, there's so much noise out there. Mm -hmm. uh, really focus on how you 
how you think, what you think. Mm. So it's really an authentic, be authentic. That's basically maybe mm. the, the the second yeah. lesson. That's a generic one. And the, yeah. but the third one is also generic and maybe more uh, also related to the, the state of the world today is be kind and listen. Mm. Uh, there's so much uh, reaction. So very quick reaction, sort of mm. getting into explosive uh interactions wait a minute think be open be open-minded so listen to others try to understand what they're saying because we're all human beings and and all of us i think just trying to to live live a good life and and be happy and if we really keep that in mind and and try to understand other people that's good for uh for strategy because that's what i try to do there as well really listen what people are saying what they're not saying what they're trying mm. to achieve but also in day-to-day life i, I would think that's a, a very important lesson just to make this world a little bit uh, a nicer place very true very true and on that note your own and your three wonderful lessons strategy is not abstract it can be fun second you said was think for yourself don't get carried away with what others say or in other words be authentic and the third one you said was be kind and listen Thank you so much for talking to me about your journey. I loved your definition of strategy, which was that it's a unique way of value creation for a company. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Uh, thank you also for talking to me at such length on strategy uh, about uh, culture eat strategy for breakfast. And I will remember that Peter Drucker did not really say this, but he said something else. Um, you also said very, very interestingly, when I asked you the question about how often we should change strategy, you said, monitor actively, change reluctantly. Very powerful uh, statement again. Thank you again for speaking to me and good luck to you. Yeah, thanks for this excellent summary and thanks for having me and good luck to you as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.